And welcome to Ray Mahovim. This is Rabbi Yitz Greenfield, MS Marriage and Family Therapy. I'm happy you're joining us on jrootradio.com. This is going to be a very, very special program we're having here tonight. I've, I've, I've let the word out that tonight's program we are going to completely devote to a very, very special person, who was part of the J-Root team? He was he he had a one of the most one of a popular show called Your Cure of Connection. We're talking about Rabbi David Winyar's Zatzal Zichrona Levracha, who was tragically killed in a car accident yesterday morning while he was driving to the AJAP convention. This is a man I could, I could just tell you was completely and fully devoted for Chesed. Let me just share a line that I that David used to say with me all the time, and I, I want to start the show with this particular line. This is what he always used to say to me. If we would do chesed with the expectation of receiving nothing in return, then we could bring Mashiach. I'm sitting here with Reb Nisim, and uh, we both, we both uh, us two, uh, along with, I would say, maybe a thousand people in Staten Island today, we're at the Levaya, and uh, one of the most, I would say, inspirational Levayas that I that I personally ever went to. And I, I unfortunately, we've, we've gone to Levayas. Rabbi Winyaz was one of the leaders and inspirations in Staten Island. What? Who was Rabbi Winyaz? What was he all about? We're going to be talking about it t- tonight. And before I start, I just want to sh- I want to I want to ask the audience, my audience, the J Root audience, if you have anything you want to share about Rabbi David Winyaz, some some antidotes, something you know personally about him, maybe some of the effects that, that his show, Your Cure of Connection, had upon you, please, please text us at uh, 347-927-8398. That's 347-927-8398. Or you can call in at 718-683-5858. That's 718-683-5858. Five eight. I want to talk a little bit about Rabbi David. What we, what he was all about. Um, first first and foremost, he was a father. He was a father. He was a husband. And uh, David left behind a, a an almana and ten children. Three of them who are married. Seven of them who are still not married. But besides just being a father and a family man, what David was was an ish chesed, an ish tzibur, an ish klali. He was a person who was out there to what he used to always say. He wants to make. A difference. That's it. And it's funny because we were at the Levaya today, and I think Nirv Nisan, everybody, who, uh, everybody who, who was there kept on saying this line, I want to make, he wants to make a difference. Did you make a difference today? Even his children said, did you make a difference today? And the question is, that he always used to ask is, what difference are you making? What's the difference? I guess, again, we're asking for those of you who, who, who knew him, who knew him, who maybe you're in this community, maybe you you somehow, you know, ended up together on a Shabbaton with him, or you were inspired by him to call in or text in to our number here at JRoot, which is text in 347-927-8398 or the call in 718-683-5858. Let me start by telling you that David was not just a ish tzibur. He was actually in charge. He was actually in charge of the food pantry in Staten Island. He actually was very, very involved with the Biker Chaylem in Staten Island. And what he had was an interesting thing. In addition to all these things, he actually had a gemach. It wasn't a regular gemach. It was a furniture gemach. And what that is, it's, a, it's an interesting idea. And that is that anybody who's basically has furniture, we do some of this on J-Root here, but in Staten Island they've had this for years, that anybody who has extra furniture, who basically is going to throw it out, they have a gemach, and people used to pick up the 
furniture. I, I personally had shared some of, had, gave and got some furniture in our community, and there are many people who also got this, this, this furniture. But let's talk about what he really was. What he was was a person who was never upset, always upbeat, always determined to helping other people, he was larger than life. He was really larger than life. But I want to share some stories that I personally heard today in the Levaya and that I experienced myself with Reb David Winyars, Zatzal, who truly I feel was, was a tzaddik, tzaddik of a mention. You know, again, we went today, there was, there was a lot of people, a lot of people at the Levaya. And, um, and, and, and we were able to share and see what people had to say about this. Okay, so first of all, what I want to say, what I would like to start saying is as follows. Reb David, Reb David never, and I, you know, we talk about this, you know, we all talk about simcha, and we talk about how important it is to be happy, but what's most important to remember is that Reb David was always besimcha. This is a man who never, ever was down, was unhappy, and he went through a lot of troubles in his life. Yeah, he had a lot of stuff that he had, that he's gone through. He's been first in the mortgage business, and the mortgage business went down. Then he's been in other businesses. Other businesses went down, and he he did he he did have financial challenges. He had plenty of financial challenges, but nonetheless, Reb David was always happy. There was never a frown on that man's face. I want to share something that one of the children shared today, and I when I heard this, I was like, I have to share this with the audience. And that's like this. He said. How do we know that Abba had a, had a bad day? We would ask Abba, we would say to him, Abba, how was your day? And if Abba would say, great, it was an amazing day, Baruch Hashem, we would know he really had an, an amazing day. But if Abba would say, Haidul Hashem Kitaiv, then we would know that Abba had a, had a hard day. This is a man who never, he just, he just never complained. He probably never complained. He used to walk around, for those of you who know him, he used to walk around with these cards. He had... He had these little cards. He had two sets of cards. One card was his Jew tooth card. And what that was, those were his Kirov cards. He used to go around, wherever he would go, whether it was the supermarket, whether it was the bank, whether it was Niagara Falls, they, the, the, the family shared with us today. He used to go, and any, anybody who he would suspect was Jewish, he would he'd come over to them, he'd say to them, are you a member of the tribe? And he would give him a card. He'd give him the Jew tooth card. And you would ask him, I asked him, I was like, David, why are you doing this? Like, wait, are you gonna give him a card and then all of a sudden you think they're gonna change their lives? And what David always used to say was the following. David used to say, I'm giving them the cards to plant seeds. That's it. I'm just planting seeds and maybe one day they will sprout. Again, if we would all do chesed with the expectation of receiving nothing in return, then we would bring Mashiach. This was not only his motto, this was his life. I want to tell you personally some, some stories. I, my wife and I, we, we had a Hebrew school, a, a Talmud Torah, for non-from people, from, from children in, in Staten Island. We were part of organization and whatnot. And it, it, did, it got to certain points where, where it was hard, you know, fundraising. Anybody who's involved in fundraising, no fundraising is very hard. And, you know, we were fundraising here and there. We got to a point where the Hebrew school was going to close down. I was talking to David, Stop schmoozing with him and telling him, David, you know, we do the Hebrew school, and he used to come, he used to give us books, he used to constantly come, and, and he, the big book man, he used to give all the Kirov books, he used to come and give us books, and give us support, and, and I, 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 we sat with him one day, I was talking to him, David, you know, what are we going to do, this Hebrew school is going to close, he looks at me, he goes, this is not going to close, I said, what do you mean, it's going to close, said, we don't have any money, he says, what, what do you mean, you're doing the Hebrew school, it's not going to close, said, okay, David, thank you very much, it's easy to say, he went around himself personally to fundraise from house to house. He actually went to Tukapushka in the young Israel to collect. Why? Because in his mind, 
In Reb David Winyar's mind, there's no such a thing as, as if you're doing a Kadosh Baruch Zavoda, it doesn't close. One day, I get a call from David. David calls me and he says to me, it's, he says, yeah. He says, I'm sitting here with a guy, a college student, and he wants me to sponsor a trip to Eretz Yisrael. He says that he went to Ar Sameach a couple of times. Do you know what? Do you, do you know about this guy? Let's call him uh, Moshe. I say, yeah, sure, I know Moshe. He says, well, he wants me to sponsor a, a trip for him to go to Ar Sameach in Eretz Yisrael. So I'm assuming you're going to say yes, right? Now, I say, I say, David, I, you know, usually I feel like, you know, for a college kid to go to Eretz Yisrael is, is a life changer. He'll probably like change his whole life by going to Eretz Yisrael. So I would tell you yes, but I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth about Moshe. Moshe went twice to Ar Sameach. He went twice to Ar Sameach. And every time Moshe comes back from Ar Sameach, and I was involved in sponsoring him to go the first time, somebody else was involved. Another time, he comes back and he says to, says to me, Rabbi, I just want to tell you, Ar Sameach is cool, but I ain't, come, I ain't becoming religious. This happened two times. This happened two times. And I say to David, David, if you want to spend, well, it was the summer, you want to spend $1,800 on an LL ticket to, uh, to Eretz Yisrael for, for Moshe, go ahead, but I don't really think he's the greatest prospect. David Winyar Zatzal, he stops the conversation, says to me, Yitz, stop a second. I'm asking you a question. Is there a chance that if he goes to Eretz Yisrael again, that Moshe will be inspired. I'm like, Dovin, <laughs> is there a chance? Sure, there's a chance. There's a lot of chances, but I don't think it's likely. He says, okay, thank you very much. And he hangs up the phone. A couple of weeks later, I find out that David sponsored this flight to Eretz Yisrael. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, there goes the $1,800. I mean, he could have put it for its stock to some other organization. Fine. Ladies and gentlemen, it's It's scary. But I, I will tell you, it was nine months later, I walk into a local Staten Island shul, and who do I see there with a yarmulke and tzitzis? It's Moshe, and he's davening Mincha. And I'm like, I can't believe this. There's no way it's him. After Mincha, I come over to Moshe, I say to him, Moshe, you're not becoming religious, huh? He starts laughing. He says to me, Rabbi, I want to tell you something. You know, do you remember that I came to Reb David Winyars and I asked for financing to go to Eretz Yisrael for the trip? He says, yes. He says, you know why I went? He says, why? He says, I, I just went to have a good time. I'm like, I knew that. He says, and you probably told David that he should not sponsor me, right? I said, well, whatever. He says to me, well, guess what? He sponsored me, and I went. And there was a rabbi in Arsameach who I got very close to. And this rabbi, I spent nights and nights with him. And we were talking and talking, and somehow he inspired me. And I, my trip was for two months. I extended it for nine months. I just came back, and I'm keeping Shabbos and mitzvahs. And this is all attributed to who? None other than Rabbi David Winyaz. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, small stories. If you have anything you want to share with me about Rabbi David Winyaz, that's all, who couple of things. First of all, you may have been inspired by his Kirov. You may have been inspired by, by the Gemachim that he has in Staten Island. You may have been inspired by say, say maybe hearing him on the radio here. He was part of he had a show that he produced here. It was called uh, Your Kirov Connection. He interviewed like fascinating, fascinating people. He, he, he interviewed uh, Rabbi Rieti. He interviewed uh, Rabbi uh, Tovia Singer. He interviewed a lot of people, and maybe maybe you heard some of the some of the lectures here on the here on the radio on JRU Radio, and you heard Rabbi David Winyarz, and you want to share that with us. Now's the time. Now's the time. So we ask you, please, to either text us at three four seven. 
347-927-8398. That's 347-927-8398. Or call in at 718-683-5858. to share some of your thoughts about Rav David Winyard's Zatzal, who was tragically killed in a... Uh, Accident yesterday, you know, I think there were like two, three hundred accidents yesterday, and and it didn't claim a lot of lives, but one of the lives that it claimed was was Rav David. And you'd think, okay, it was an accident, it happened, maybe it should ever. Let, let's think about it, ladies and gentlemen. We we're talking about people who were going to the Ajab convention. This is a Kirov convention in Baltimore. They were driving early in the morning in a car that was safe. They all were all wearing their seatbelts. Everybody was wearing their seatbelts. He was sitting in the back seat, and you'd think he's safe. But for whatever reason it is, like his mother said today, HaKadosh Baruch just wanted him back home. That's it. HaKadosh Baruch just simply wanted him back home. So, um, so, so, and today is, 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 it was a Levaya. And not only there were thousands of people there, but I can tell you, because some of us went to the Kvura as well, in the Kvura, you think the Kvura had, had I would say, a couple of hundreds people. And as I was walking away from the Kvura, I saw some people who didn't, they weren't wearing a yarmulke, they were just walking. I said to them, what are you doing here? He said, David? David was a saint. That's what he said. A saint. He was unbelievable. I'm like, wow, I don't use that word, but he really was. He was an amazing, amazing, amazing man. Okay. Okay, we have we have a caller here that wants to uh, that wants to put some input. Hello. Yes. Good evening. Yeah. Hi. Yes, I would like to comment that every time that uh, this rub would make a a lecture on the radio, it was very 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 uplifting to hear him speak. And if I was having a bad day and I was listening to this, I would feel so much better. And he would never degrade anybody because of what they weren't. He would always make somebody feel higher than what they actually are. Right, 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 absolutely. And he always had this kayak to bring the best out of everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. I want to tell you that the, the, the term that they used today was a contagious smile. He had a contagious smile. And, and it's interesting because, you know, usually when they post, uh, th- first of all, thank you for sharing that uh, with us. And I just want to mention that, you know, usually when they post people who are nifter, um, you, you know, unfortunately it's posted much on, on, the, on the Yiddish news sites, you know, Yeshiva World, Vichulu. And th- when it was po- when they posted Reb David's um, Reb David that uh, he was nifter, they they posted it together with a picture, and it was a picture of him. You could look at it; you could see the picture of him with his contagious smile. And the last post that he had, he used to post. Uh, po- that's the way a lot of the cure that he did. He used to post online. He actually, he actually uh, worked together with with Rosh Hashiva, who would guide him exactly how to do this, because obviously online, you know, it could be dangerous and whatnot. So, uh, so, so he used to post online, and that's how he used to connect to to literally fa- tens of thousands of people, tens of thousands of people. And his last post, the last post that he had online, was as follows. First of all, he wrote. He wrote, I'm going to the AJAP convention with the encouragement of my wife and children. First of all, I just, you know, those who listen to me, it's like, he could have just said, I'm going to the AJAP convention, but with the encouragement of my wife and children. It's like, this man doesn't do anything. We work as a team with my wife and kids. My wife and kids want me to go, I'm going. If not, not. I'm just a skipping town, number one. Then he writes, before I'm going to the convention, I'm going to learn Torah with my son in the Avos Ubanim program. And here's my son saying it Torah, and you could see his son. 
was all of eight years old, saying wow. the Dvar Torah. It's just it's a ve- it's very touching the, that post. But thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. Have a good night. Thank you. And and If anybody else wants to share anything, please. This is the time. You know to call in. And to share your comments, we're talking about Reb David Winyar Zatzal, who was tragically killed in an accident yesterday morning um, while driving. He was actually a passenger in a car driving to the AJOP convention in Baltimore. And, um, and, and we're, we're asking you for your comments. He was a, he was a host here on JRoot Radio. He, would, he had a show called Your Cure of Connection. If anybody has any stories or anything they want to share that they were inspired from, that, from the, his show or anything else, please call us at 718-683-5858 or text us at 347-927-8398 that's 347-927-8398 I want to mention something interesting about Rib David and I, I think I mentioned this once in the past shows and those of you who those of you who are struggling with your children on the Shabbos table I'm going to give you an amazing idea of how to keep your kids on the Shabbos table. I know some of you are like, oh, my kids are not going to keep, they're not going to stay on the Shabbos table for more than five minutes. They, they just leave. They have no patience. I'm going to tell you a suggestion I got from Abdavid Winyars. I can almost guarantee you, if you have younger children, they're going to stay on the Shabbos table for what I'm about to say. And it's not my idea. It's Abdavid Winyars' idea. He created something called the person of the week. What is the person of the week? Every week, Let's say, let's say you have, for arguments, you have six children. Every week he picks one child who's going to be the person of the week. Actually, he didn't pick it. The children pick one member of the family who's the person of the week. And there's one child who's appointed to go from child to child to take notes on the person of the week of why I think that Moishi is such an amazing boy. I know, I, again, what I'm saying now, I know it sounds like, what do you mean, this is really, yeah, this works. This actually, we, I've, I've suggested some families, they go from child to child asking, why do you think that Moshe is so special? Why do you think that Moshe is so amazing? Why do you think that Hindi is so amazing? And they, and they take notes. And then the person, and then they sing a song. This is, I'll never forget it, Rabbi used to tell me, say, now it's time for the person of the week, the person of the week, the person of the week. And all the kids, like, they, whatever, who's the person of the week? Okay, and now we're going to read what everybody wrote about the person of the week, and they read about this child. For those of you who have kids with low sense of self-esteem, sense of self, you have no idea what this game does to kids. I want to tell you, we were at the Leviah today, and we were listening to the children speak about their father. It's just, it's just you can tell the, the connection, the relationship was just, push it, unreal. It was completely, completely unreal. Rav David, Rav David, had a passion, not just a passion, but he had a he had a love for Rashi Yeshivas, Sadiqim, people like that. His Rashi Yeshiva was a Ruven Feinstein. He has so many pictures of Ruven Feinstein in his house that his children today were were, were they, the way they were explaining it. You walk into the house, all we see is Ruven. It's all we see. So. And, you know, those of you who are listening, you probably know this song, Hashem is here, Hashem is there, Hashem is truly everywhere. They used to sing that with the kids, right? Hashem is there. And there was a little child, one of their little kids, and he used to say, Hashem is here, Hashem is there, Hashem is truly everywhere. And they asked the child, they say to him, where's Hashem? So he, the child looks at the picture of Rebuven and he goes, oh, look, there's Hashem, Rebuven finally. And the children were saying this today. Why? Because he has such, such covered for Rosh Yeshivas, such hachna for Rosh Yeshivas that was unreal. We're going to take a couple of texts over here. So I'm just going to read here a text that we have. 
I never met him, I'm quoting here, I never met him, but just the fact that you're talking about him and sharing these inspiring stories is just blo blowing my mind away. I hope one day I will be like him by saying these stories. It's a schus. I, I want to tell you, it really, really is a schus. Okay, we have another, we have another call here. Hello? Yes, hi. I just want to tell you, I want to ask you what his name is, so maybe we could do something for Leila Nishmas. And um, I just want to say, I was so you and um story that even when he had a bad day, he would still say, it's, it's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so the the full name I will tell you, I'm not I'm not sure the full name is, but we'll 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 find out for you. We'll tell you offline, or maybe we'll 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 definitely announce it. But uh, but indeed, this is a man who never ever complained about anything, and he had plenty to complain about. He had he never complained. He never complained. And I remember I remember personally, and his children said this today. The worst that ever came out of his mouth was Hashem Kitov, and I'm happy that to hear that. Thank you for calling. And I'm happy to hear that it, that it, it is inspiring. And indeed, we will find the name Blender for you, okay. and, and we're going to let you know. Okay. Now, I, I want to tell you another another remarkable story. And again, those of you who want to call in, please call in. This we're talking about Rabbi David Winyar Zatzal, uh, who was a host here on JRootRadio.com, um, who had a show. His show here was Your Cure of Connection. Many of you might have heard his show, and um, if you did hear his show. Then um, and you and maybe he said something that inspired you. Share that with us. Share that with us. Call us at 718-683-5858. This, this is a good time to call. Um, we are here live, um, January nineteenth. This is uh, we're talking about. This is a a, a a memorial for David Winyar Zatzal. You can text in three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight at three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. I want to share a story with you about Rib David. And this is an amazing story. This happened at my Shabbos table. My wife one day comes in with a Baal's Tshuva on our Shabbos table, and my wife is talking to this Baal's Tshuva, and she's saying to her, you know, I just want to ask you a question. When you first became from, and she's telling her how she became from and everything, she says, but buying clothing, that was probably an expense for you because you had to completely change your wardrobe to its neatest uh, its wardrobe. So, so th this girl is on a Shabbos sale. She says, yes, it was very challenging. and I didn't think I'll really do it so fast. But this, this person online, this, this, this called himself the, the, the Rebbe, Facebook Rebbe, whatnot. He, he somehow, somebody told me about him. And I told him my situation. And he sent me a check. We're like, really? What? Sent you a check? Who was it? She says, his name is Rabbi Winyars. That was Rabbi Winyars. Rabbi Winyars was the one, and we're, me and my wife are looking at each other, and we're like, what? Rabbi Winyars, he sent a check to her? Like, this is just one of the stories. So, um, so this is a story that, again, happened to us. If you have something that you want to share, please call. We have, we have a caller now. Yeah, hello? Yeah, hello? Yes. Yeah, um, I have a question like this. I've been listening to your show tonight, and I'm hearing so many different people's problems, and... I'm saying it's not like bothering me to a large extent, but I'm sure you listening to people's problems day in day out doesn't it like affect you? Right, right. So you're you're talking about we had a show here before, and that was uh, that 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 was a show we had before. That was a call-in show. But right now, what we're doing actually is we are discussing. For those of you who who just joined us, we are talking about Rabdovid Winyarzatzal, who was a host here on J Root Radio. Uh, he had a show, Your Care of Connection. If you have anything you want to share with us, please text us. We are going to be playing soon a clip of one of the most inspiring Levias 
that uh, that, that myself, Nisim, and others who have joined, uh, I say probably around a thousand people uh, today in Staten Island for Abdavid Winyarzatzal, who was a host here. He was an Ishchester, the leader in the Staten Island community. Okay. Um, what we're going to be doing now is I just want to, before we go, I just want to, I, I, I'm going to be playing a clip of the Levaya that had today. And um, I, I want to share with you one of the most remarkable stories that I heard today about Rabbi David Winyar's um, Zatzal. And it goes like this. And that is that Rabbi David, Rabbi David had these cards, and Rabbi David had two types of cards. He had Kirov cards, and he had smiling cards. And on the smiling cards, it said, keep smiling. So, Rabbi, Rabbi, I don't know if we're going to hear this on the clip, but uh, I think it was Rabbi Weiss who mentioned that if you go to the local Chase Bank in uh, Staten Island, and all the tellers there have a card. It says, keep smiling. That keep smiling card is from who? It's from none other than Reb David Winyars. But Reb David had something else. And that is he had a Lushan Hara button. What is a Lushan Hara button? It's a small little button that said, please don't speak Lushan Hara. And I remember, and those of you who might know Reb David, remember that if anybody would ever speak Lushan Hara, Reb David would take out this button. He wouldn't say anything to you. He would take out this little button that says, don't speak Lushan Hara. And he, and he would put it on you. So what we're saying now is that, you know, we hear this story about Reb David. We hear about his life. We hear about uh, we, we hear about the stories about him, and you're going to hear soon how 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 some of the Haspedim were saying and Reb David his his legacy was one of are we making a difference? I'm going to read a text right now. Okay, thank you for speaking about Reb David. I keep tuning in, but didn't hear anyone speak about him today. I heard him on Jayrud. He was very real. Oh boy, he was real. He was he was amazing. I think we have a call. Okay, we have a call. Hello. Hello, you're on the air? I'm on the Yes, hello? I don't hear you clearly. Hello? Hi, um, I'm sorry because I'm on a cell phone and in a bad uh, reception, but I, I called because I worked at J-Root actually um, like a year ago. Uh-huh. And um, um, one of the people that I remember was um, of David Williams because... He used to come over to me and say hello with a huge smile and ask me how I am. Like, he didn't just, like, say, okay, there's a girl sitting there. You can't talk to her. I mean, I'm I'm not saying nobody should talk to me. Um, I'm a girl. You know, we're eating, but, you know, it's nice when people come over and just say hello with a big smile and ask you how you are and just, you know, he just cared about other people that, you know, Absolutely. I want to tell you, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that with us, with the audience. Thank you for sharing this. That, that, was, that was very meaningful. And I'll tell you why. Because if David really was like that. He just, he would greet everyone and anyone. If, as you know, if you were human, he would come over to you with a smile on his face and just say hello. And his smile was contagious and he would just make people feel good just by his smile. And he used to say to his children, just smile. Just the power of a smile. You could just go to someone and smile. And by smiling at them, it'll just, that's like, you know, we have, talk about therapy, you know, we have to show, we we had a therapy show before, um, marriage, you know, I, 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 I do marriage and family counseling, masters of marriage and family therapy, and we've gotten all the education and we know all the models. But ladies and gentlemen, that smile is the most powerful tool that you have. Just that smile, come over to someone and smile, it makes them feel so, 
so good. Thank you for sharing that with us. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. Okay, and also I wanted to say that um, Kerov isn't just, you know, for people who don't look from. I think that part of what he was is that he didn't just ignore me because I'm from and I don't need Kerov, you know. Just because I'm from doesn't mean that I don't want to, you know, have someone look at me and say hello. I'm saying I'm not going to say that everybody did that to me because that isn't true. I don't want to, you know, put the wrong impression. I'm just saying that it was really nice of him and that I really appreciated it when he would come over to me and, and ask me how I am. Right, and he was that's a master. Thank say. you. Thank you, and he was a master in doing that appropriately. And I think that's what the message you're trying to say. He, he always did it appropriately, and he would always send a message of validation, recognition. Wow, you know what? You're also alive. I, I, I recognize you, and I thank you for the small things that you, that you do. That, that was David Winyars. That was David Winyars at all. I can't believe that he's not with us anymore. But I will tell you, that, that was him, and thank you. Thank you very much for, for sharing that. Yeah, and thank you for the show. It's amazing to hear all about him, because I just you know saw him as a person. I didn't know. I thought he was just like a regular person, and now I'm finding out what an amazing person he was. So it's really nice. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a couple of texts that I have over here. I'm getting a lot of texts here about David, and uh, you know, just you know, once once it's, you know when it when it rains it pours, and now they're all coming in. So I'm going to try to share this as fast as I can because we're running out of time. Okay. First of all, we have here on the Kalma Vassar Highland. They said today that there was very much good people out there, but he was also good and kind to his own children. For example, for seven years. He put a note to his daughter with a good word for the day. That's a really good person. Okay, I, 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 this is one of the most profound things that David used to do. Every day for seven years, he used to go to his children and put little notes of inspiration under their pillow. And in the morning, they would wake up and take the note from under their pillow and read the notes of inspiration. One of his daughters actually saved these notes. She has approximately, I don't know what it was, like, like 17 binders of notes that he, she has over seven years. Ladies and gentlemen, are you listen, I'm talking to my, are we listening to this man? He, before he went to sleep, wrote, wrote notes of inspiration for his children and put it under their pillow. Do you think these kids have issues with self-esteem? <laughs> these kids aren't going off the derrick, right? Unbelievable. Thank you for sharing that text. I, I, I forgot about that. Okay, we have someone else on the line. Um, hi, you're on the air. Hi, I just wanted to mention I had the pleasure of teaching a few of the Winniars girls, uh -huh. and I did meet Reb David once in school, uh -huh. and I could see everything that you're saying just adds up. I, yes. I, I never really knew him personally, but you could see from the children what he must have been as a father to them. Thank you for sharing that with us. We really appreciate it. And you know oh, something? The apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. That's, exactly. and I, I agree. The way to see the parents is through the children. I mean, not always, but generally there's, there is that standard. And indeed, and indeed, there we have someone who actually taught the children, and we appreciate the call. I'm going to read you a couple of more texts, and if everybody else texts, please text in or call in 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. Don't be shy. We're talking about Rabbi David Winyarzatzal. Please share with us your inspirational stories, your antidotes, things that you've, you remember about Rabbi David. Maybe you heard him on the show, your care of connection, how that inspired you. I'm going to read here another couple of more texts. Here. Um... He was always honest. Oh boy, he was more than honest. He, this guy was as straight as, as a rule. He was very, very honest. 
Uh, name, maybe I'm just asking website. I have to check out now. Okay. Oh, right. Here's somebody's actually, because somebody wasn't sure about the name. The name he's saying is on the Masaskin website. As soon as we find the name, we will share that with you. So it should be a mail. Okay. Thank you for speaking about Rib David. I kept tuning in, but didn't hear anyone speak about him today. I heard him on J-Root. He was very real. He was more than real. He was, this man was larger than life. We're going to be soon tuning in to the, to the Leviathan that took... That, that took place today. So we're going to take your last comments and your phone calls. If you have anything you want to share about David Winyar Zatzal, you heard, maybe you heard his show, maybe you know his kids, maybe you're from Staten Island, call in. 718-683-5858. Don't be shy. This is actually a chesed. There'll be a male tzayesh if it's in Shama. Um, tell, tell, us, tell us, inspire us. Let it be an inspiration. If you have any texts, you can text us as well. Let's give you the numbers over here for those of you who don't know our number. The number, the call-in number is 718-683-5858. The call-in number again is 718-683-5858. Or if you'd rather text us, 347-927-8398. That's 347-927-398. For any of you who have comments or feedback or just tell us a little bit about Reb David Winyaz, how he inspired your life. Reb David Winyaz Atzal, who was killed tragically yesterday in a car accident on the way to the Ajab convention. I want to tell you something about Reb David. And this is something that was most profound about him. And that is like this. Reb David, one of the highlights of Reb David and, and those of you, okay, now what I'm about to say, some of you are going to be able to relate to this, some of you are not, but in any case, I think it's worth the while. If you're a person who deals with the tzibur, if you're someone who works with the klal, I can tell you, you are constantly juggling between your family and the klal. You're constantly doing it because you, on one hand, you have this, you, you have this, this not just need, but you, you have this position, let's call it, where you're, you're helping people. So people are constantly calling you and asking you and wanting advice. What am I going to do this? What am I going to do that? And you got to come here. You got to come that. And you're just so, so, so busy that what happens is you sort of get drowned with the tzibur. And what I'm, about to, what I'm saying right now, for those of you who are on Shade Tzibur know exactly what I'm talking about. You're just so busy with the tzibur that sometimes that you drown yourself with one part of the tzibur and then another tzibur, part of the tzibur gets put away. But then you think to yourself, where am I my family? How much am I putting in my family? So what happens is in the beginning, you're involved with the seabird, you say, okay, but so many people aren't. Then you realize, no, your family's number one. Your spouse is number one. Your children are number one. And you have to spend time with your family. So that balance is so hard to do. David Winyar's Zatzal was a master at that balance. He was able to be balanced at Seabor and his family. But the emphasis was always his family. It was always, always his family. And that's something that I personally got to learn from W. We speak to W a lot about this because he just gets so involved with so many people and needs and wants and this and that. And he'd always tell me, your family is number one, your spouse is number one, your children number one. And that is always most important. Who? The family. Okay. What we're going to be doing right now, have any phone calls? Okay, we have a phone call. Yes, hello, you're on the air. Hi, I just wanted to mention that his one of the things that he did was he had something called survival through education. And he used to buy tons of books. And he used to give out books to people for cure purposes and for chizik purposes, all different titles he used to buy. And he used to feel so good about giving them out to people just with that winning smile. And every Pesach, he used to buy the Katz Haggadah, 
which is a Haggadah that is illustrated. All The whole Haggadah is an illustrated Haggadah, and he used to give them out to non-from people. So he used to buy these cat Haggadahs, which were pretty pricey, and he used to just give them out free to people that are non-from to give them a, a point to talk about to their children, to their grandchildren, at their seders. So people that are completely not from had a connection and felt good, and he was just so generous. He was involved with Chantor Academy. He gave money. He donated um, Sidorim for some of their graduations. He donated books for the teachers there. He was constantly, constantly giving out Sidorim and different cure books, different books to different people to help them to come closer to Hashem. That's really what a lot of his life was about, helping others come closer to Hashem. Thank you. Thank you for, for that. And I, I completely forgot to mention Survival Through Education, which was his, his, his baby. Survival Through Education was what he used to, uh, was, was the organization that he started. And that was how he used to give the books the, uh, and, and, the, and, the, and the way he sponsored kids to go to Eretz Yisrael, the monies that he used to give for different care of organizations. This man was not just a talker, he was a doer. He was a very, very big doer. And what he did was not only amazing, but what he did was make a difference. That was his line. That was his byline. His byline was make a difference. I, I want to say, you know, this is this is Rabdavid Winyaraz. Do not be like servants who are serving their master in order to get a reward. Rather, be like servants, it says in the Pirkei Avos, who are serving their master not to get a reward. Just, you should have Yerush Shemayim. That's it, just have Yerush Shemayim. David Winyars Zatzal. Truly, I, I, I can say this man was a tzaddik, a true tzaddik, a true tzaddik, to, to the fullest essence of the word. And he's leaving, leaving over, he's leaving over an almana with 10 children. Those of you who want to help, because there is uh, there is a website that's put up. We're just looking it up right now. There's a website, and we're gonna tell we're gonna announce it in a second. I, I want to tell you today they announced at the Levaya that they they already collected. They're they're trying to collect obviously money from the mishpacha. They already collected tens of thousands of dollars. But obviously we're talking about a mishpacha with ten kids, so um, seven over seventy thousand dollars they already collected. And what we're asking is for those of you who, whether you knew Reb David, you didn't know Reb David, you're listening to the show and you're inspired by Reb David, we're talking about an almana and 10 kids, only three of them who are married, and obviously they have to be, some of them might have to be supported as well. So if you can help with that, we're going to give you the name of the website as soon as, as we get it. It's a very, very big schos, a really big for his neshama, but a schos to carry on his his legacy and his what was his legacy about his legacy was about making a difference he had a son who got up today and said when when abba they used to call him abba when abba went to to niagara falls we were all watching we were all watching the falls and we were all fascinated by the niagara falls but abba was going around from person to person asking them if they're jewish giving them cards and making 
a difference. That's all this man wanted to do is make a difference. If you remember him, if you remember him here on J Radio, your cure of connection, all he wanted to do is make a difference. And he used to interview people. You could go online to jrootradio.com. You'll see him. You'll see the videos. You'll see the interviews. You could see it right now. To make a difference, that's all he wanted to do is make a difference. Ladies and gentlemen, let's continue his legacy. Let's make a difference. I believe we have a caller. Um, hi, you're on the air. Shalom Aleichem. Shalom. Yeah, hello. Shalom Aleichem. My name is Yisrael Sarabrowski. I run a cure of organization in South Jersey. Uh-huh. I he- met Rizal the first time. He called me up through his Facebook or other page. He had connected with a woman in South Jersey. And he said to me, this woman is not a Jewish woman, but she's married to a Jewish man. I connected with her. I've been speaking with her. And I want to ensure that if she's going to go through a gay list, it should be done properly. Do you know who she is? Can you help me to make sure that everything should be done properly? And thus began my relationship with Rav David. This woman today is a guest tzedek. She sent me a text message yesterday morning telling me how utterly devastated she is. Rav David was the one who inspired me to convert to Judaism. Wow. I was at the Ajax convention early yesterday morning, early Sunday morning, when we got the terrible news that there had been a terrible accident a few miles away. I can't begin to tell you the feeling of devastation of, that we were all feeling. I mean, the entire fever, the audible groans when it was announced to the fever that David was no longer with us. You cannot imagine. Each one of us knew him as such a special person. I myself was interviewed by him on J Root Radio. I had a wonderful time with him. I gave him a ride back to his house afterwards, and he loaded with about $500 worth of farm to take back from my care of organization. Abdullah was just an incredible, incredible human being. And I just want to share with you a story that I saw written today by a person who would fight with Abdullah on Facebook, and she was quite nasty with him. And she wrote that a few days ago she lost her job. And the only person, and indeed who helped her find a job, was Abdullah. That was Abdullah when he got Wow, thank you for sharing that. That was very inspirational. And, and, and uh, you know, we're going to, you speak on behalf of, every, I guess, everybody who was there in Ajab, and I'm assuming there was a big, there was a big island there, I'm assuming. Tremendous, tremendous. And everybody kept on speaking about him. He was Ajab. You know, you know, Project Inspire is here to inspire people. Wow. And Rav David was like a project inspired on steroids. He was just an incredible person. Just amazing, amazing. He was, we all have jobs. We have a Parnassus from Kira. Rav David didn't have any Parnassus from this. Rav David did it because he just loved everybody. I wish I could love everybody a fraction as much as the way he did. Right. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. There's a lot of chizik there, and we really appreciate this because... Because you know what's most important about what what we're doing here tonight is to try to to continue what Rib David would want, and that is like you're saying his whole life was a project inspire, and the only reason that he created the show, your care of connection, is for this exact reason: is for people who are listening to be inspired, 
to reach out and to make a difference. And what he always used to say, you know, that's not about making someone from. Whether, you know, it's, it's, it's about just giving, planting those seeds, giving the people the ideas and just watching it sprout, whichever way it sprouts, whichever way it sprouts. Wow. Thank you very much. We, do, we very much do appreciate that phone call. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay, fine. So uh, before we're going to switch over to, to the, the audio recording, and we have, we have a little clip of the Levaya, of, of, of a piece of the Levaya, and uh, I think those of you who are going to hear it, it's, it's very powerful, very inspirational, and, and we're talking about, uh, I'd say, around 1,000 people who were there. And that is, before we, we switch to that, we just wanted to mention... That website for uh, oh we can't find the website but we're, we will mention here we we will mention it on J Root Radio I think I think it's posted on Yeshiva World or or uh, or maybe Matzav or something like that but for those of you who want to help for the family um, there is there is a website that is that's set up for uh, for for those of you who want to help the mishpacha and uh, if we if we don't get to announce it tonight. Oh, actually, we have it over here. Yes, go ahead. What is it? Okay, here it is. It's youcaring.com. Youcaring.com. And wow, I don't believe this. It is unbelievable. Okay, Rabbi Sai, they already, <laughs> they already raised $79,000 for David. I think that's that speaks tons in itself. They already raised seventy nine. They're trying to raise two hundred fifty thousand. I know it might sound like 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 a lot of money, but again, we're talking about Reb David's Almana and 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 ten and 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 ten Yisayim. So again, you go to youcaring.com, youcaring.com, and uh, I guess you look for helping the family of David Winyars. I don't know if, if I don't know if the whole website is dedicated to 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 him. But in any case, youcaring.com, you look for Abdavid Winyarzatzal, and if you if you go there, um, you'll see his his radiant smile. You'll see that smile. Um, you know, if you don't have internet, you can always go to an internet cafe or to a library or to a friend. When I'm trying to say, you know, that 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 you should go get the internet. But the point of the matter is that that this is a a, a uh, opportunity to help Abdavid Winyarzatzal. Um, we thank everybody for listening. We thank everybody for 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 your feedback, for your texts, for your for your phone calls. We can't take any more texts because we're just running out of time. But what we're going to do is we're going to switch over now to an audio clip of the Levaya today, and we hope it'll it'll be a mail to Yeshua for his neshama, and I hope that it'll inspire us to continue Rabbi David Winyard's legacy. Thank you. <laughs> 